Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. I am Pam McMillan, oncology nurse at the center. Um, where's Ryan? Oh, Ryan's not here. Where did he go? Where did he go? Oh my gosh, he turned us loose. He did. It's it's going to be crazy. I'm Megan Collier. Yeah. I'm so excited to join you guys today for this podcast. This is such a special um, special time. 24 Hours in the Canyon is, is such an incredible organization. The work that's done through this race every year is just so inspiring. So I'm it super is. Pumped. It's yeah. amazing how many people come out. And yeah. we're really fortunate to have a guest today, Byron. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. Some people might have um, heard your voice before. Yes, ma'am. I was on the podcast last year in the canyon uh, right before the race. That's right. So, Byron, um, why do you ride? Uh, I'm 66 years old this year, and I just ride to stay healthy, uh, physically fit, and uh, I just strive to stay faster than those sitting on the couch. (laughs) That's a good good mission. So you're a survivor, though, right? Yes, ma'am. I am a cancer survivor. I was diagnosed with cancer in 2015, and uh, I was declared clear uh, as a cancer survivor through the medical center after I reached the five-year mark, but it's not like here with uh, uh, 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. They declare you a survivor the day you're diagnosed, and I really like that, and I appreciate that. I think it's such an interesting um, way they identify the journey, you know, And, and, and really, they've done a lot to educate people about the journey, when it starts, the day that you're diagnosed. And yes. How, was that, did that help you through your Well, journey? it does help you because if you think about it, if you consider yourself as a survivor the day you're diagnosed, you want to fight that battle. You're encouraged to fight that battle. Instead of waiting for the five-year mark like the medical centers want, want you to reach before they declare you a sinner, uh, declare you a survivor, I think it's better to just declare yourself a survivor the day you're, you're diagnosed and just fight that battle from that point on. I think once you hear, um, I have cancer, you have cancer, um, it's scary. It is. It, it affects time. you and it affects people around you. So yeah. it's it definitely gets your attention, that's for sure. Yeah, so you know you are a survivor because you survived that news. So Byron, what are you going to be riding? What event? I'm uh, riding the mountain bike uh, solo competitive 12-hour segment. Oh no, Megan, could you well, do it? You'll ride for 12 whole hours? Well, I don't know if I'll ride for 12 full hours, but I'm going to try. But I start at midnight, so I'll ride Got all it. night long. So. That's incredible. Well, you better go get rested up and good luck this weekend. All right. I thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Megan, we have our next guest, Candace. Candace, how are you? I'm good. Good. Are, are you excited about the race this weekend? I am excited. What are you racing? We are, I am doing non-competitive. It is a fun thing for us. Now, are you road or mountain? I am mountain. Okay. I like the non-competitiveness. Yes. <laughs> I, I, can, I can get with that. So tell us about why you're riding, why you made the choice this year to, uh, to head out to the canyon. Well, I've ridden for about four, maybe five years, and it's just always I rode thinking of my dad who lost his battle with cancer, many other friends and family members. Uh, This year, uh, it is for me. I'm thinking about me. I um, was diagnosed with cancer uh, November 2nd, had breast cancer, and so... This year, I feel great that I am going to be able to be out there to ride, and I've just finished up treatment and still have some to go, but I'm going to be able to do it. That's so awesome. You know, one of the important things that we tell um, patients at the center is get up, get active, and get moving. Yes. It's the best thing that you can do, so kudos for you and um, going out there riding. What are you looking forward to the most? Well, we have a big group of women there's about 25 or 30 of us and we call ourselves the wow warriors and we are all uh most all of us are over 50 there are a few 40s in our group now very few but we have been together for about five years and we do just different uh walks and we always ride in the canyon and so it's just a good time of fellowship for us also good time to get all your friends together yes yes well thank you so much for joining us 
Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Welcome back. Our next guest, Jonathan. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks. Good to be here again for yet another one of these crazy events. So how many is this for you? Uh, I don't know. What's the total now? 16? Were you 16, I believe? 16? What? I've, I've probably made 12 or 13 of those. So what makes you come year after year? Uh, it's fun. It's the local thing to do as far as the bike stuff. Um, just crazy. So what ride do you... all night. <laughs> to ride all night in the dark. Um, what, what do you ride? Uh, mountain bike. Mountain bike. Is what we're doing these days. So my, my dad got diagnosed with prostate cancer, so it, I guess it's taken on a little bit extra meaning mm-hmm. over the past year and a half. So now you can ride for him. Yes. Yeah, and you bring so. out your family? Oh, the whole family. Usually the kids are there. They'll do the kids' race. It's always so much fun. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully the weather will stay cool like it is today. <laughs> That's right. Well, Jonathan, good luck. Have fun and go ride for your dad. All right. Thank you. We have our next guest, Tony. How are you today? Good, thanks. How are y'all? Good. Are you out there uh, ready to go ride? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Ready as I'm going to be. I mean, you, this is a family affair for you guys. It is. It is. We've. This is about my eighth year, uh, and it's touched home, close to us, uh, between my daughter and my mother. Uh, both had a little battle, so we're. Uh, it's, a, it's a great, great thing that we do. Uh, I'm passionate about it, very competitive. Does it help you keep motivated throughout the weekend? It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, and then all of the great people I know that help with the fundraising uh, that are so generous, that's that's the big part of it. But we're, we still like to get out there and race. <laughs> a little competitive, right? It could be that's for right. a good cause, but it can also be for a trophy. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Now, Tony, you are on a competitive team, right? Correct. A very competitive team. Yes. Watch out. Yes. Right? Do you have a name? ATC Greyhounds. Okay. All right. They're the ones. How many people out. are on the team? Four. And y'all practice regularly, I would assume. Yes, yeah? ma'am. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, hopefully it'll be nice and cool. Go have fun this weekend. Yes, ma'am. Go ride for your um, daughter. And, yes. And thanks for all you do. Thank you very much. Joining us now, Emily. Hi, thanks for being with us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So how many years have you done 24 hours? This will be my third time. You love it? I love it. Absolutely love it. What about it do you love to? Well, I'm with a great group of women. Uh, We have 19 of us riding together this year, and we just have so much fun out there and just enjoy it. We're doing it non-competitively, so it makes it even funner. That's the best way to go. So, Emily, do you have a cancer connection? I do. My mom uh, struggled through cancer for seven years and fought it very valiantly and uh, passed away and then had all the support that she needed here, and that was just really nice for us as a family to have that. Does that help you get through the 24 hours? It does. I think about all my people. I have a a good friend right now who's in hospice with cancer, and, um, you know, I'm riding for her. I have a friend who fought her breast cancer valiantly and survived and I got 10 miles and I'll be riding for her so I've got quite a few people that it's just devastating that they have to go through that and if I can physically ride then I should be riding. That's so awesome. I hope you have a great weekend. Go ride. It'll be a blast. Yay. Uh, Make sure you drink your water and take breaks. (laughs) Oh, is that not the truth? Hydrate and bring band-aids. That's right. (laughs) right. Thank Thank you. you, Emily. Our next guest is Pedro. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you guys? Good. Are you ready for this weekend? Absolutely. What are you going to be riding? We are doing the eight-man competitive 24 hours. Okay. What's your team name? Uh, We are the Sonic Monkeys. Oh, Oh. tell us how you came to that decision. Sonic Monkeys, uh, my company, Sound by Design, is sponsoring this team. So I figured, uh, you know, we'd use something with sound and whatever it may be. We've got a really cool jersey. I should have worn it today, but... uh, Sonic Monkeys has got a set of headphones around his neck, and uh, he's holding a couple of uh, 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 tires. But uh, we're riding for a good cause. Obviously, I lost my mom to, to cancer and some other people that we're going to be riding for. But uh, we were, we're pandemic riders, so we just started riding a couple years ago. Oh, okay. And I wonder if there's a growing community of pandemic riders. It has you know? to be. There has, has to, to be. be. Well, everybody bought all the bikes up, so there has to be a lot of riders out there for sure. I think we all learned a new hobby during the pandemic. I know. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I got really caught up on my Real Housewives. Real yeah, Housewives, so or so people well, were building sheds or pergolas, yeah, yeah, and we ended yeah. up riding and traveling a lot and riding because doing things outside was what we were wanting to do. So this was a good out, and we love Ryan. Uh, we love the cause. 
we did it last year non-competitive and decided to put the team together this year and do it competitive. Well, good luck. Thank you. Go have Thank fun. You. Thank you so much. Megan, we have a couple troublemakers. Oh, we have two guests, eh? Yeah, I, and I think they're uh, big-time troublemakers. Pete and Steve, how are y'all? We're doing good. How are you? We're good. Are y'all ready for this weekend? Yes. It's nice and cool. Yeah, at least it's not 100 degrees this weekend. Yeah, so how long have y'all been riding? Five years. Five, five years? I've Pete? been, I think this is year number six for me. Six. So is there a reason that you've chosen to participate? Is it just the, the bike enthusiasm in you or what? No, this is actually where I started mountain biking. You know, I'd never, I'd never ridden a bike before, you know, this event. I got involved in it because uh, my dad was, uh, he was diagnosed with a couple of cancers. And it just so happened, a friend of mine said, hey, you need to be out here. And so it just blossomed from that. And kind of caught the bug and just keep coming back every year so competitive non-competitive oh no 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 non-competitive <laughs> all the way <laughs> so what are y'all looking forward to the most about this weekend i look forward i look forward really to the camaraderie and just hanging out with everybody um it's it's really a good weekend for that you get to see people that you haven't seen in a long time and Come together, come together, eat some good food. Oh yeah, there's always there's always good food and good stories, fun, fun time, a lot of laughs, you know, a little bit of crying also. So <laughs> that's right. We have stories your, to tell for years. Oh, we yeah. missed your dear friend that and started y'all's group. So um, y'all go have fun. We will. We will. Are we going to see you two down there? Oh, well, you'll oh. see us, but not riding. Uh, Megan, I I don't like that. <laughs> Oh dear! You're supposed to just say yes. Yes. There you go. There's no pause. Are you coming down? You know, you know, nature and I have a strange relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but something about 24 hours in Paladura Canyon kind of clears that up for a lot of people. I totally agree with you. You won't be the only one with a strange relationship (laughs) down there. We'll have the best time, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. All right. Thank. you. Megan, we have our next guest. We do indeed. William, thanks for being here. Thank you. Appreciate Um, it. So tell us about why you're writing this weekend. Well, this is especially important because I've got a good friend who has recently been diagnosed with cancer, and it's the really one of the only ways I can truly support him is by trying to understand a small amount of what he's going through by suffering for 24 hours. Uh, I want to do that to not only just to feel what he's feeling, but also to honor him and support him as much as I can. I think that cancer is such a difficult thing for friends and people like, you know, who loved ones to watch and we feel really helpless. And so this is a good way to feel like you can can do something. Absolutely. You know, um, my friend can have all the support in the world from phone calls and emails. And um, I, I want him to know that our, our whole team is gonna be riding for him. And I want him to know that um, not only are we going to race for him this year, but uh, we're going to do anything we can going forward to support him. This uh, event has become so important to so many because everyone has a cancer story, but when it hits home, it makes us want to do more. And um, I'm going to do whatever I can to advocate for him, to support him, and also uh, just to kind of try to understand a little bit about what he's going through. So William, what are you going to be riding this weekend? So um, this year we have about eight teams coming from local CrossFit gyms and CrossFit around the country. Uh, CrossFit Mayhem out of Cookville, Tennessee is bringing a bunch of teams down and the nine-time CrossFit champion Rich Froning is going to be riding with us on one of the teams. Uh, They all have connections to cancer and want to support what we have going here. Plus they're very competitive and uh, are going to be competing as well. So it's a thrill to be able to share in this experience with some tremendous athletes, but also honor our friends and family who are either suffering or that we've lost through cancer. That sounds like a serious team out there. I mean, y'all are going to bring it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these guys are, uh, everything they do is competitive. They're amazing people. They're uh, also really fun. So uh, anybody out at the race, I'd like to come out and want to meet some of these guys. They're, they've been on YouTube recently for winning all these championships, and now they're here in Amarillo, Texas, uh, representing really everything good in fitness and support for cancer. So please, uh, if you get a chance, come out and 
cheer these guys on. You can't miss them. They're gigantic. <laughs> Watch Monsters. out. Get out of the way. <laughs> well, thank you so much, William, for joining us. And we hope that you have a great weekend and have fun out there. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. We're back with another guest. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. So how long have you been doing um, 24 hours in the canyon? Uh, I don't know. I think this will probably be our ninth or tenth year. And We've you, been out here for quite a while. And you have a large team. Right? Yeah, we have a large uh, road competitive. Yeah, there'll be uh, 10 guys on our team. So you get after it. Yeah, we do. In fact, uh, we're kind of looking to break the total miles record this year because we got some guys that really like to ride. What's the record? I think it's 485 miles, and uh, we're going we're gonna to try and beat that this year. So. Megan, that just makes me hurt. I mean, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm already tired, and we hadn't started yet either. So. so you have a connection with cancer. Tell us about that. Yeah, so my wife was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer about 15 years ago. And uh, whenever she got out, and, and she's been clean now for 10 years, so she's doing very well. But uh, whenever she got out, um, she wanted to do something, some, you know, give back somehow or another. And uh, the 24 hours is... Uh, is a really a great place to, you know, and I, I keep telling her, I, I said, it's really weird how you get bicycle, guys that are riding on bicycles, you get you get 800 people out there riding bicycles, and we raise $300,000 every year, and it goes to the clinic, and, you know, uh, it's a great thing that all this money comes in for this clinic here uh, to take care, you know, we're not going to cure anything, we just like to make Make the transition a little bit smoother. So. Life a little better. And it, yes. And it's for people here. In, yes, in for people area. in Amarillo. And, and you know, uh, there's people from all over the panhandle that come into here for chemo and this, that, and the other. And, you know, uh, if you go into the clinic up there, um, Karen's name is on the, the wig room. We love Karen. The, the wiggle room, yeah. So That's KK's right. wiggle room, so. So if anybody's out there needing a wig during treatment, come and see us. You bet. Come on. Uh, she buys wigs and brings them up there all the time. <laughs> and let uh, me tell you, she buys all the fun colors. Yeah, she, she, uh -huh. she gets all the colorful stuff. Yeah, she, she's got a good taste. And yeah. we appreciate everything that you do for us. Sure. We enjoy this thing. And, it, and it's really a lot of fun. Uh, the weekend is a little bit tough, but uh, it's it's really a fun ride. It really is. See it. And it's great to come in here and see everybody that you know all the time in here. It's really fun. Lots of and friends. And then see the people that work here. And that, yeah, it's really fantastic. Yeah. It's like one big happy family. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> well, go have fun. Go break some records and be safe. All right. Well, uh, don't ask me how it went after we get done. <laughs> wait till Tuesday. Yeah, wait till Tuesday anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks. Well, appreciate thank it. You. All right. We're back with another guest star. How are you? I am wonderful. Yeah. Are you ready for this weekend? I am very ready for this weekend. It's one of those things that we look forward to every summer, that first weekend in June, to be able to just get everybody together, our little happy family, and just have a good time for a good cause. And how many years have you been doing this? I believe this is my 13th year or 14th. It's hard to keep up. That's a lot. You're yeah. from the beginning. Almost. Yes. Yeah. So do you have a connection with cancer? Um, I do. So my mother had a glioblastoma butterfly, and that was before there was even 24 hours in the canyon in a survivorship clinic. And I also have a very cancer-rich family from my grandmother having breast cancer to my father having prostate cancer, my grandfather having prostate cancer. So it is just something that has always been embedded in me. And so when the 24 hours in the canyon thing came up, it was about probably year two or year three, um, a very good friend of ours, um, Karen Crashhauser, who Kobe had just already spoken, um, was diagnosed with cancer. And so our little group got together, and that's the first year we started. And we have been doing it every year since. And we have this giant banner that every year people just sign and all the names that have come across that it's just devastating to see the hundreds and hundreds of names that get written on there as survivor. And then probably the hardest thing is those that we have to mark off from survivor to no longer with us. Um, but just knowing that the survivorship clinic is there and what we do in our fundraising, because I've been very fortunate to be one of the top fundraisers for year after year. And then even just in the top 25 is what this clinic can do for not only the survivor, but for the family members to know that there's a support group. Um, I remember one of the first times that I had gone and got to be a guest in one of the little sessions. And instead of going to therapy session or things like that, these survivors get to come together. And 
you know, they get, they know that their family members are tired of listening to them complain and they know that their best friend's tired of listening to them whine and everything. So you get this group together, these survivors, and it's this community and it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what color you are or what your financial status is, that they bond together and are able to share and able to heal and then their family members getting to come together as well. You know, I'm very blessed to see that firsthand and um, being at the center. Um, it's the best group to be a part of, but nobody wants to be a part of it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star, you've done all kinds of um, competitive, non-competitive. What are you doing this year? So, this year will be the first year that I've ever been a ghost rider. Um, so, yes, I've been competitive and have placed all the time, which has been wonderful. But... I did not want to miss out. I wasn't sure I was going to be back in town. And I wanted to continue to fundraise. Because it's not so much about getting to ride and get that trophy. Even though I love trophies, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but it was about the support and what the funds do. And so becoming a ghost rider just for the $25 means that you're still supporting and being part of this. And that you can go out and fundraise. Now, I do not promise that I'm not going to just show up down there with my bike to visit with my little family, my KK riding family, and um, just ride around in a little circle and just say, I'm really a ghost. You don't see me. <laughs> so this is something brand new for me because I've always done competitive. So we'll see what happens. It's a chance for those that maybe like the couch a little too much yes. to get involved. Um, yeah. But, you know, we appreciate you fundraising and um bringing all those funds back to the center and we're able to do lots of fun things That's for right. the survivors yeah so go have a great weekend and good luck all right thank you guys megan i'm excited about this next okay guest. okay shirley shirley hi she, the hi. shirley that used to be at the the center helping our patients yes i was there for yes. a long time at the beginning yes at the the beginning when things were just getting off the ground but yes you come back every year to ride yes Why? i do oh gosh you know everybody asks me that and the first question they always ask me is if i've had cancer and i always say no but I was a trainer at the Cancer Survivorship Center, and so I ride every year, and it's even more meaningful now because I have so many past clients that they're not just clients, they're friends and family um, that I've known for a long time. And these people have just been to my heart, and I know that all of us have been affected by this awful disease. There's not one person, not one person that doesn't know somebody that's been affected by cancer so every year I make this sign and it helps me because it's hard as I get older to stay awake for 24 hours mm -hmm. and that may sound silly but I've said that so many times but as I get older it's harder and harder but it's not near as hard as what cancer patients go through so how many names are on that sign this year <laughs> I can't I don't even know I can't even I, I put it out there, and it always shocks me. I always tell my husband it's amazing that uh, I start out with a clean slate every year. I would, I, I don't even know, because I start out with a clean slate, and I think sometimes I would have to fill in names, and I've never had to, I don't know, 100, 200. I, and that's so tiny. If I had it, I would show it to you, but I set it out every year where I can see it when I go around and around, and it helps me have strength during the 24 hours. I'm sure that as a person who worked for the center, you're, it's in, incredibly impactful because you know the impact that it has on people firsthand. Yes, I do. I mean, it's interesting too that there, this is not something that's intrinsic to like all communities, right? This is special to Amarillo. Yes. Having a center like this, talk about some of the services that people get to experience. Oh gosh, you know, I was the personal trainer and then I was also the cancer exercise specialist. So I would see people come in just really that didn't even want to do anything but sit on the couch that we provided when I would do classes and we had massage classes we have meditation Mondays and I don't even know if it's still there anymore Tai Chi Qi Kong uh, things that just yoga there were so many things that uh, were offered education nutrition classes our dietitian would come in and teach classes on how to cook and, you know, because a lot of times being in the panhandle, you know, we don't really think about what foods can affect 
cancer and what makes it worse or what makes it better or what you can do. So all that money stays right here in the area. Megan, one of my favorite stories about Shirley is um, the gentleman that came in on a walker. Oh my gosh. Yes. Gosh. And he left without that walker after Shirley. Yeah, he did. Shirley. Yeah, he did. What an incredible (laughs) impact. That's amazing. There's a lot of them. I mean, I have so many stories and I try not to get emotional because I can't go into them because they just meant, all of them meant so much to me and even uh, messages that I get now. And so I always have somebody else start and do second and third rotation so I can come up and visit with all the the survivors. So is that your favorite part of the weekend? (laughs) You know, it's one of the best because I still have that picture of everybody, you know, when I go up there and get to hug and love on everybody that was there. It, it, it was probably one of the best times because once I leave that spot, then it's 24 hours of just, it's tough. It is tough. You it know, is that, tough. that is one of my favorite things about the weekend is the start line. Yeah, To see is. all those survivors and then to celebrate them celebrating you on your ride. Yeah. Well, and it's really about them. And that's what I tell all my teammates all the time because they're all worried about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And I always have to stop them and say, when you leave that line and you see them all lined up and they're high-fiving and, and clapping – that's what we're there for and we raise money for them and that's what we're there for not about us and having to set priorities on what we do it's really about them Shirley thank you so much for all you do for um, the center and I hope that you have a great weekend go have fun go ride thanks Um, I'm pumped that's what I tell people now from this point after I collect names I tell them pray for our legs (laughs) legs and safety that's what I need more than anything so thanks Thanks for being here. Thank you. Is this good right here? So are we like pre-recording this or it's live? It is not live, but he's going to edit it. Oh. So our next guest is Joe. Joe, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. Thank you for having me. Are you ready for this weekend? I am. I'm really excited this weekend. This weekend I am bringing five of my athletes. We are going to have the first uh, para-athlete team riding we're going to be doing hand cycling down there okay so you're like a legend though (laughs) i mean when it comes to this talk about the ride that you guys go on and how incredible it is and how difficult it is really um i think it's great um i've been doing this event for a couple years now um started with just like we got to do the hill climb climb out on the hand cycle one year uh, when i first started hand cycling and it was really tough and then kind of got a little better at it, a little better at it. Last year I did my uh, the first 100-mile loop, which was really excited um, to work with everybody here and made it accessible for me and let my team follow me. And uh, it took me like eight, hour, eight and a half hours to do the 100 miles nonstop, so it was great. I hope our listeners just heard that hand cycling out of Polidoro Canyon. That's, yes. That, that's amazing. How do you prepare for that? Uh, lots of, lots of riding. I did a lot of indoor trainer because it's, it's so hard to ride those kind of miles and have all your water with you, have your nutrition with you. Uh, saw a lot on the indoor trainer. And then of course you can't really, um, prepare for the hill climb. (laughs) No. Uh, you got to train a lot. So it took me a minute to get up the hill to start the race because you start off and I got done. It was what a mile up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I still got 99 to go. This is great. Best day ever. Wow. Isn't there a song about that? Like 99 bottles of something on the wall? There are are songs with 99 themed in them. Yes. Yes. So Joe, what um, are you looking forward to about? Um, I just love the way the event has grown through the years. And then for me, it's like, I guess these people are um, battling cancer, going through their own adversities. And me being uh, disabled and going through mine and coaching kids with disabilities, you know, it's totally two different things. But I guess that, like last year for me personally was like, okay, I'm going to put my body through this um, tough obstacle of doing this, you know, 100-mile loop. But it's nothing compared to what these cancer people are going through, you know, every day, day in and day out. You know, they wake up, go to bed, and they have to deal with all these issues of fighting cancer. Um, So it's kind of great to come out here and see some of them out at the event and just the camaraderie of 
everybody is so friendly and so nice, uh, you know, whether they're mountain biking or road biking. I just love it. It's a great event. There's still some competitiveness out there, though, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Uh, yes, there is. I guess for me, too. I mean, I'm ringing. I was going to say, I've I, never known you not to be yeah, competitive. I'm ringing my athletes down, and so I'm like, okay, each one of you is going to have so many miles you got to ride. I've got a junior high girl that's eighth grade that's coming out. I've got a freshman that was born with the CP that's coming out, and a couple high school kids that are going to ride, and a young man there that was in college that's been in my program for like six years. That's so, so awesome. I got a goal for each one of them, like, hey, you need this many miles, you need this many miles, you need this many miles. Because I'm telling them, like, I guess for me, you get to see the goals that, you know, when they're done, how many people went so many miles. And I'm just amazed to see, like, oh, my gosh, they went 200 and 300. And I'm like, it's a lot. But you can do anything for 24 hours, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I totally, totally agree. Well, I, well, good luck to your team. Thank you for all you do. And okay. be safe. All right. Well, thank you. And uh I'm out. Larissa, nice to have you on the podcast tonight. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited, a little nervous. My first ever bike race. Okay, first one. So what are you gonna, uh, what event are you going to do? The six hour solo competitive, and the most I've gone is three hours. Six hours So that's a difference. <laughs> it is definitely, but I have hit 40 miles. So I'm okay. like, okay, that's, that's a good step. What made you wanna do it? So, well, my coworker, I work at News Channel 10 with Greg Kerr. I, he wanted me to do it, and he's a big, avid bike rider. And I said, if you can find me a good bike, I love anything active. But also, too, I'll do anything crazy for cancer and for Special Olympics. And so, and so this was cancer. Um, I, you know, I find it very important. I had my first colonoscopy at age 29 just a, a month ago, two months ago, because my mom and dad both had colon cancer. Mm -hmm. My mom survived colon, anal, and now she's battling squamous carcinoma. My dad died of colon last year. So it's just very important for me to promote, you know, helping them through these tough times, but also also highlighting what you can do to try to prevent it. And that's why it was important for me. And, and Amarillo actually was the first doctor that allowed me to get a colonoscopy early. Nobody else was letting me. And, and finally, Amarillo is the one that's taken that step and helping me. That's so cool. So um, will that motivate you to go faster, get some records out there? Um beat your best time? I hope so. You know, I, I got a plaque for my mom. She has no idea that it's in honor of her. And when I was talking with people about which lap I'm going to pick to be in honor of her or which hour, you know, I could do the first hour, the second when I'm fast, but I told myself I want to do hour four because I've never done four hours. And if I can push through that fourth hour, then I've only got two to go. So I'm thinking I'll have that in the back of my mind and, and knowing how hard my mom's fighting and how much she's done for me. And I'm like, that's going to help me get it. I think too, like you have an interesting story, a very unique one. You're very young and you have two parents that have really struggled with this disease mightily. And I think probably your story sharing, you know, how, how you've coped with it as a family member, as a loved one is going to be really impactful for people out there too, you know? And you know, when she first got colon cancer, it was actually when I was a freshman in college, my first year away. And I'm thinking, this is the first year I can't help you. But yeah. so in the summer, instead of taking an internship, I stayed home and took her to her chemotherapy and helped yeah. her kind of work through that when I could. And and then 10 years later, unrelated, that's when she, she got the anal cancer. But I felt like that was something that we had worked through together the first time. And then by adding radiation the second time, I knew I was like, she beat it the first time. Yeah. She can do it again. And they caught it because they do regular colonoscopies now. Yeah. Now she gets checked about every two to three years. That's right. Get your regular scheduled colonoscopy. If you have family history, get it 10 years um, earlier than those that were diagnosed. Well, good luck. Best, um, have fun. And I hope that you meet your goal. Thank you so much. My goal is going to be 60 to 70 miles. Let's do Get it. it, girl. Get it. <laughs> All right, Greg Kerr from KFDA News Channel 10 joining us now. So Hi. excited to have you. Um, Thank you. We know that you are an avid bike rider. So, so obviously that's why you're here because you love to ride. Do you have a secondary purpose for being here? Well, yeah. It, my my uh, grandmother, my aunt, uh, they all had cancer. So... Uh, that's something that's somewhat inspiring. And I, I did the, um, I guess we shouldn't do, uh, there was a competing ride many years ago, not necessarily competing, in Austin, uh, the Livestrong. Mm -hmm. And I did that a few years ago and uh, rode for my, uh, for my grandmother and my aunt and my dad as well. So 
Yeah, I've, I've done this before and not the canyon ride, which I'm super excited about. I was going to say, this will be your about. first time to have a big, long ride in the canyon, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, real long. Yeah. Well, it'll be as long as I can go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it's going to be. So what event are you um, scheduled to do? I am scheduled to do the uh, 12-hour. So, um, you know, oddly enough, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the weather here since I moved to town in January... It's not been real conducive to, you know, a lot of writing. It's a so. little curious, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, the Is wind. Is it your fault? Uh, no, I didn't oh, bring it in. Just no, checking, no, just that's, that's for our weather guys. <laughs> but uh, and I'll always blame them. And yeah. I do on occasion. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, luckily my wife and I, who also ride, she's not going to do this, though. But uh, we bought a Peloton back in January, anticipating the wind and whatever else. And so that's been a big help. And, um uh, a little concerned about my lack of long-distance training, but we'll see. So this is your first time in the canyon, and one of the things that you've got to check out is the start line. And we're going to have lots of survivors lining the start line, cheering you on. And so I hope that motivates you to ride faster. Oh, absolutely. It certainly will. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it's, just, uh, it's a terrific event you guys put on. I, I look to do this not only this year but in years to come as well because it's uh, something that's needed and something I, I know is appreciated too. It's kind of one family once you join it mm-hmm. you just keep on coming back for some more. That's right you know my wife is a nurse so you know I'm, I'm close to the medical field in that way and uh, uh, so yeah it's, it's, it's a big thing and I'm excited about it and hopefully I've kind of got it mapped out that if I can do five hours rest two and then do five more hours and I'll be able to get through it that's a long time (laughs) well i think i don't need to get caught up in the excitement i just need to kind of get out there i'm not racing anyone and just kind of doing doing the laps and let a drone away there you go right set your alarm for midnight right (laughs) yeah exactly i'm still trying to figure out that too because i've never ridden at night so this will be kind of kind of different i've got my lights ready they're all charged so (laughs) hopefully i'm charged for the creepy crawly things in the canyon (laughs) <laughs> oh, you weren't warned? Oh, no, I was not warned. Oh, well. What Buckle do you mean up. by that? What is it? Buckle up? Okay. Did you put a seat belt on the yeah. bike seat? Yeah. It's not yeah. your vision playing tricks on you. Oh, that's exciting. All right, then. Hmm. Go have fun this weekend, and thank, thank you. you for joining us. You bet. Thank you. Hear myself. Megan, we have Chris as our next guest. Chris, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? Good. Are you ready for this weekend? I am. I am always ready for this weekend. So you're busy. You're a good volunteer for 24 Hours in the Canyon, yeah? Yes. This is my uh, 13th or 14th year of doing it. So, Chris, have you ever rode the 24 Hours? Yes. So my first two years were riding. I believe that was year two and three. So, And then I got swindled in to help out. So. <laughs> oh, no. Ryan got a hold of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So why do you ride? So Why did the, you participate? Um, so I started off participating because uh, I wanted to honor my aunts. Um, there's a huge, huge um, line of breast cancer that is in my family. Um, and then recently it's taken a more personal level to my mom, which uh, she passed away in November uh, of 2020. So um, that's why I ride. I mean, it's... it's, uh, it's, it's it's hard not to talk to anybody that's not affected by this. I mean, that's what I was just thinking. I mean, we, tonight we, and we haven't, we've pulled a random sampling of people, you know, and they've all somehow been connected to cancer. And a lot of them, they've been very close connections too, you know? I mean, it seems like the older we get, the more of those connections sort of happen, huh? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a, a lot of it is a bunch of parents and then, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out here just riding for their best friends or, you know, their mother-in-laws or father-in-laws. And, but really, it just, when it, hits, when it hits home, it's, that's when it really hits. So, Chris, what's your favorite thing of the whole weekend? Oh, um, it'd have to be Saturday dinner um, when everybody comes in, you know, after, after you know, a hard day of riding. Um, everybody's hungry. They want water, of course, chilled water, um, 
and then the barbecue sandwiches, and then pickles. Everybody wants pickles. Oh, because of the salt? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess so, so it's, huh? It's like we run out of pickles right away. People just keep on asking them. And, I mean, we've even got people that want pickle sandwiches. So it's, pickle uh, juice? Yep, pickle Anything juice. Pickle. pickle sandwich. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So Really? Yeah. Just pickles on bread? Just pickles on bread. Okay. All right. So will you be putting out your sign this year? Yes, I will be. Okay, yep, and who's going to be on that sign? My mom. Your mom. It'll be my mom for sure. So, Chris, thank you for all you do for 24 hours. No. Also, the Survivorship Center. We are grateful that you are part of this team. Oh, thank you, guys. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Doing so great. Thanks for talking to us today. You're welcome. So tell us why you ride, why you're so excited to be here for 24 hours in the canyon. Well, I'm, this time I'm not actually riding. Uh, I'm with the support crew. Uh, I, I'm a cancer survivor. My mom had breast cancer. Uh, the, I don't know, just several friends that have died from it, co-workers. And uh, it's just a pretty nasty disease. I would have to agree with that. It certainly is. Uh, so this is this is some way that I can give back. Uh, and it's it's yeah, it's pretty satisfying for me, but. I'm sure it's a whole lot more satisfying for those folks that are being helped. Yeah. So, Tom, where do, where have you traveled from? I came here from North Carolina. North Carolina just to be part of the support crew. We are, yeah. we are so grateful to have you um, part of our team. Um, you know, it's one big happy family And once you get on that committee. What do you look forward to the most? Well, I have friends here. I lived here for about 50 years, moved uh moved away first to Arizona and then to uh, North Carolina and this was moved to North Carolina not too long after Katrina 2005 and uh, I just come back here to see friends and, and this is a worthy good cause and I've, I've, I've taken some ownership of it. Taken some pride. That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. So um, you've probably weathered all the weathers um, that has happened, um, but it looks like it's going to be a nice weekend for the ride. Um, I'm so grateful that you're part of our team and everything that you do, and it, it really impacts our survivors at the center. Uh, you're, you're welcome, and, and thank you guys for everything you do. Go have fun this weekend. Go see some good friends. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Our next guest is Santana. Are you ready for this weekend? I think so. Been preparing all week. All week. Yes. Just this week, or have you been preparing more? Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't have time to train, so it is what so it is. So it's just going to be what it is. Yes. It is what it is, yes. huh? Yes. All right, all right. I like that approach, too. That's good. Santana, you've been part of this um, crazy event for how many years? This will be my seventh year. Seventh year. Yes. And why do you ride? I just think it's a great local event as far as what it does to help survivors mm -hmm. uh, my mother-in-law had passed away from cancer and there was a lot of questions and issues that went on and nobody got any help and then when I heard about this I thought that would have been awesome if we'd have known about this to get answers and, and help and stuff because it cancer really affects the whole family overall it's you know, an overwhelming diagnosis, yes, not yes. just, like you said, not just for the patient, but for yeah. the whole family. Right. And that's what's great about the Survivorship Center is it does provide resources, not just for the person right. who's survived cancer, but also for the people that are supporting yeah. that person. Right. And that can be a journey in and of itself. You know, we are always encouraging people to bring their loved ones with them to any of the classes. Um, so what event will you be doing? Uh, the 24-hour road solo. Road solo. Yeah, so I get to do a 100-mile warm-up and then come back and ride with everybody else. And you just started training this <laughs> week? No, I haven't, I haven't done anything since Wednesday. Oh, my. I rode my bike three times. <laughs> well, I am going to wish you the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you stop and get some water, hydrate. Oh, yes, yes. Um, but be careful out there. Yes, I will. Thank you for all you do yes. for the center. Thank you. Maribel, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Pam and Megan. You know, Maribel kind of has a unique story. She got involved with the 24 Hours in the Canyon bike ride before she started working with us after last year's event. And 
Mary Bell, what made you start getting involved with 24 Hours? So we, my family and I, have been um, supporters, advocates of 24 Hours for about nine years. And, um, you know, it started out as a donation. We donated to somebody that was writing. Um, you know, cancer has affected our life way too many times, more than I could say and want to say. It's, it's hard. Um, this year's a little, um, I guess, I don't know, a little fresh. My mother-in-law just got re-diagnosed. Um, Sorry. No, it's a hard year. Um, after 15 years, she's been in remission, thyroid cancer, and um, just got re-diagnosed with thyroid cancer. So she actually started her radiation yesterday, her radiation treatment. So um, it's pretty fresh this year. Just, you know, we ride just to reflect and, you know, use that time to reflect on those family members and friends that have gone through the fight. Some have fought hard some we've lost um and you know thankfully a lot of them have have beat it so so mary bill i have to know are you on that competitive team (laughs) (laughs) Um, she laughs (laughs) i am not (laughs) we are non-competitive really we go out there for the social weekend (laughs) (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with that yeah no it's it's really great family time you know again just to to be out there and reflect the beginning of the race is always just our favorite you know just to watch the sea of riders take off out you know from the pavilion onto the road everybody go their separate ways and you know that it's just it's touching everybody Mm -hmm. so differently but we're all there for the same reason. That's such a good point. It yeah. is. It is like a, it's a different experience for everybody. Yeah. But it is. You're. We're all there for the same reason. That's Absolutely. So, that's so right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important that we can share in that collective experience and yes. do something together. Yes. And yeah. So Mary Bell, you're going to be on the flip side of the um, coin um, yeah. this year. You're going to be part of us as a team that um, is the committee what are you looking forward to the most you know I have made so many special just friendships um, that working at the survivorship center Um, a lot of our survivors are very near and dear to my heart Pam can tell you (laughs) they become family just like the committee yes and so um, just to be there because we've been there to support them um it all. Sometimes they have good days or at the center and they have great days and then some days are just hard. And so being able to be there and celebrate them, this is the reason why we're there. So that they can partake in all of the free resources that we have for them. The programs and classes and counseling and you know, patient assistance. You know, there's so many great resources that we have. It's a hidden gem. And you know, we are so blessed in the community because there's not another center like us in the Texas Panhandle no. or in the state of Texas. Yeah. Or I wish there was, you know, my mother-in-law, she's in Odessa, in, in the Odessa area. And I just, I wish that she had something like we have here yeah. uh, to be able to, to just, you know, just the support. You know, if you are a survivor listening to this podcast, you know, we just encourage you to come and get active. Um, we're not scary. We won't make you do anything that you don't want to. We just want to help you in your journey. Absolutely. Come see us. Yeah, Mary Bell, we're excited to go do the send-off. And I'm excited. It's going to be a great weekend. Yep. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Are you going to give me the third degree? Well, I might. All right. Do you May- not want us to? No, that's fine. <laughs> Megan, our last guest for this evening is um, Bill Snur. Bill, you've been with this committee for how long? Well, maybe like since the third year. Third year. Yeah. What do you love about it? Oh, man, it's the cause. I mean, it's, well, the committee. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, the, my mom was a, she succumbed to breast cancer, and so that that's the main motivator, but... Uh, being part of it's just been crazy, you know, 
watching everybody's kids grow up. <laughs> I was telling Megan. Arnell's boy, <laughs> he was just a three-month-old, and now he's a fireman yeah. driving a fire truck. I know. I was telling Megan, you know, it's so weird. Um, this committee doesn't change over the years. Um, it's one big family, and everybody has their jobs, and the weird thing is that we don't meet very often no. th- throughout the year. Everybody knows what to do, right? That's exactly right. We don't, we don't need to meet at all. <laughs> Just show up and do it. It's a well-oiled if you, machine. If you had meetings, you wouldn't come to them anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. it's fun. I'm just kidding. I'm Bill just kidding. is the life of the party, right? Ah, no. I don't have much life left oh, of the party. Bill. So, Bill, what do you look forward to every year? I had a cheat sheet for this. And you... I stumped you. Oh, no. Yeah, you stumped me. Oh, no. Well, we thank you for all you do for the center, the committee, and 24 hours. Well, I'm glad to do it. It looks like Ryan's um, cracking the whip. we got to get busy, huh? Yep. Okay. It's time to put out the fire and call the dogs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> thank you for joining us. You bet. Megan, thank you for being my Oh, my co- gosh. Thank you so much for letting me. It was so much fun. Um, you know, like you said, cancer touches everybody. It does. It does. Some way, somehow, some closer. Um, but uh, we really appreciate everybody coming out, fundraising for this great cause. And we hope that if you are a survivor looking for a community to connect to, um, make sure you give us a call. Uh, 806-331-2400. Check us out on the website. If there is anything that uh, you have questions, please make sure you give us a call. It's a wonderful organization. They do The programs y'all have for folks are just so impactful, and they matter so much. Even if it's just one-off, we want to just go to one quick program or, you know, go fishing or go to a workout. I mean, it come matters. To, come to a 5K, go for a bike ride for yeah. 24 hours. There you go. <laughs> you know, there's everything yeah. from, um, in between. So. Thank you so much, and make sure you join us for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.